Welcome to the Dear Mama Project, a personal and spiritual development podcast for moms, where we explore motherhood as a catalyst for personal transformation. I'm your host, Nikki McCullen, a matrescence educator, women's life cycle guide, and the mother of one charming and cheeky five-year-old. In this podcast, I will bring you practical tools, personal insights, and inspiring interviews to help you in your own journey of growth and transformation through motherhood. Thank you for tuning in. I am so grateful to have you here, and I can't wait to go on this journey together. Today's episode is sponsored by my new free mini training, Discover Matrescence. This is a training for anyone who would like to better understand how and why they have changed since they became a mother, or anyone who is passionate about the concept of matrescence and wants to share it with others. In this training, I will introduce you to matrescence, the powerful new understanding of how a woman changes and transforms when she becomes a mother. I'll share how I believe matrescence has the potential to transform us on an individual level as well as a cultural one by changing the way we understand, support and acknowledge mothers. In this training, I'll also be sharing some reflection questions so that you can begin processing and making peace with your own matrescence journey. It's a 20-minute audio training plus a workbook that you can access on your phone or desktop. You can find all of the details and join the free training using the link in the show notes or by heading to dearmamaproject.com forward slash discover matrescence. Hello and welcome to this short podcast episode where I wanted to talk to you about something that I often chat to the women that I support about and that I think can be a really common challenge that we experience through motherhood. And that is that generally before we become mothers, we're really used to being able to have a lot of control (laughs) over our schedule, our personal space, our homes, the noise level. Like there's so many things that we're used to being able to really have boundaries and, and control around. And even just, you know, what we do each day, we wake up in the morning and we have plans that we have, we would have gone and done what we needed to do. And we're in control of our own schedule and control of our own day. And then when we become a mother, there is so much that is just outside of our control. Whether or not your baby starts teething and is unwell, whether or not your baby is sick, whether they just wake up and they're in a bad mood, whether they won't sleep, whether they won't eat, whether they won't be the, you know, idolized version of the baby that we thought we were going to have, who was going to be smiley and happy all the time. And we actually find that our baby is maybe a bit more highly sensitive and is just different than what we thought. We're so used to being able to control our lives and control our environment that the experience of becoming a mother can be quite a shock (laughs) because so much is out of our control. And so when this happens, sometimes what we can do is that we can almost then hyper-focus on ways that we can create more control. And sometimes we can do this and we can find really healthy um, ways that we can give ourselves a sense of more control. Or sometimes we can end up doing it in ways that actually add more stress. So I'm thinking about, for me here, as a new mum, I became hyper-focused on my son's sleep. It became all around trying to control his sleep, which was 
realistically pretty uncontrollable. But I would put all of this pressure on nap times having to be at exactly this same time and, you know, recording his sleep. And I recorded it for quite a while. My husband and I have this photo of when we first got back from the hospital where we literally had a whiteboard with every time he slept, ate, pooped, <laughs> everything was on this whiteboard. And we gave that up after a little while, but I know plenty of people who also, you know, go into becoming really, really hyper-focused on creating more control. Now, I want to point out that if the things that you are doing are working for you, awesome. It's only a problem when something is a problem. So for me, it did become a problem. I started to become anxious about it. It started causing me more stress to be trying to control it all the time than it was actually being of a comfort to me, than it was actually able to support me. So I really like to point that out because some things work for some people and that's great. If it's working for you, awesome. It's only a problem when it's a problem. But if you're finding that you are feeling that sense of a lack of control, which is so common during motherhood because so much is outside of our control, these tiny little people have a mind of their own, (laughs) then I really like to think about, instead of thinking about how can I create, uh, give myself more control, is how can I create more stability in my life? Because I think that's ultimately what we want. When things are changing so rapidly, when our life has changed so much, when our schedule has changed so much, when our bodies have changed so much, when our relationships have changed so much, when everything is changing so rapidly, how can I create a sense of stability in my life so that even though things are changing, even though things feel a little bit unpredictable and chaotic and outside of my control sometimes, how can I still have that sense of stability? And the way that I really love doing this is to think about rituals and routines. And it seems really simple, but they actually offer that sense of stability that often we're really craving. So this could look like, how do I want to start my day? How do I want to end my day? Those are just two kind of bookends for our experience. What can I do every day so that no matter what happens on that day, I have an anchor point for myself? that I have a sense of stability. Now, this could be as simple as every day when I wake up, I open up the blinds in my house. I put on some music because something that's going to make me feel happy and uplifted. And I have a little boogie in the kitchen with my kids. Maybe I write down a few things that I'm grateful for in my journal. I know that's not everyone's thing. It's my thing. I love it. (laughs) But are there any little rituals that I can do in my morning? Maybe I go for a walk. Maybe I get outside. So that each day I can do that and I know that that's my anchor point for the morning. And then again, at at the end of the day, is there something I can do at the end of the day that's going to give me that sense of stability and ritual and routine? Maybe it's every night I put my phone away at X time and I have a long hot shower. I light a candle and I um, write down a few things for the day. I write down, you know, what the the high point of my day was and what the low point of my day was. Or maybe I listen to a nice meditation to go to sleep. Is there something I can do that can give myself that sense of stability? Maybe during the day, it's again going for a walk. Maybe there's something else that you can do and you can involve your little ones or it can be time that you're having solo if you are able to do that and that feels right for you. But how can I give myself that sense of stability? This can also be, how can I create a sense of stability in my life 
creating stability in your life might also look like for some people it's like meal planning for some people that gives them a sense of stability for some people it's going to an exercise class every week for some people it's going for a walk with their friend or a phone call with someone on this particular day but are there ways that you can give yourself anchor points for your life for your day so that even though things can feel a little bit chaotic, even though you might have planned to go out with your friend today and then you wake up and your baby's teething or they've got a snotty nose or whatever else it is and that plan goes out the window, what other anchors can I use throughout my day in my life so that I can have that sense of still having control and stability in my own life, that my life still feels like mine? So just to recap these points for you. How can I maybe move away from trying to micromanage and control where it's no longer serving me, where it's causing me stress? What can I let go of? And what rituals and routines can I bring into my day that can give me a sense of stability and anchoring so that even though things feel really chaotic sometimes, I still feel like I have a sense of stability. I still feel like I have a sense of control and ownership of my life and my day. If you are needing some help with creating some rituals, I actually have a free ebook, which you can download. I'm gonna include all of the links in the show notes, and that can be a great starting point for creating a little ritual in your day to support you. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I will see you again next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You'll find all of the details for the episode, including links to Alignment, my group coaching program, in the show notes. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could please leave a written review on the Apple Podcast app. This helps the podcast reach more mums who need to hear these conversations. And I also personally find it super motivating to hear how the podcast is helping you. And lastly, I would absolutely love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find me at Nikki McCann. Drop me a DM and let me know what you thought about today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you again next time.